it's mute seven after phone. twelve. What Short are we waiting show. for? Mute phone. You all right there, Roycey? <laughs> oh, that was a violent Roycey-like gas attack. Yes, sir. Christmas. Here we go. Yes. <laughs> Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 986, December 22nd, 2022. The days are getting longer. 53 degrees on this day in 1890 and 20 below in 1983. And kids, don't be frightened. Don't don't believe all the BS you hear about climate change. See, that's the way nature works. Oh. Back in 1890, it was very warm and as recently as 1983, it was very cold. And so when you hear the words bomb cyclone, kids, uh, <laughs> you don't have to head for the yeah. fallout shelter. Okay. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner. Hi. Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop. John Height in the newsroom. And of course, the rookie. Uh-huh. <laughs> Here is your flashlight king. Fireworks Commissioner and the Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Sushir. I need to air a quick grievance. Sure. Oftentimes, uh, and it happened a bit yesterday, so I thought it'd be worth bringing up on the air, I will get feedback from the GLers about audio volumes and things of that nature. And this isn't any indictment, it's just in general. You two, and I'm pointing at Farmer Fathead Mm. and the Mayor, you got to stay on your microphones. That's the problem. Check one, two. Well, because sometimes one, two. when Joe starts to talk, he kind of does this. Yes. Especially when he's on with Roycey. And that remember the Calgary Flames in '83? <laughs> Willie, I'd, I'd like to talk, but you keep talking. I I have something that's more important what uh, than what you're going to say. <laughs> Thank you. Reese. A bomb cyclone has become increasingly common uh, phrase used in the winter to describe powerful low-pressure systems that intensify rapidly and are often accompanied by heavy snow and strong winds. I really dislike people who pronounce the T in the word often. 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 It really really irritates me. Often. Often. Bomb cyclone uh, used to be known as a windy, cold winter day, but it helps uh, advance the cause of man-made climate change. I don't see that at all. Well, I know you don't. David writes, we were, we were going to hold a meeting of the Royal Order of 21sters last oh. night, but the tap room at Bad Weather Brewing was closed no. due to, well, you know. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Bad weather. <laughs> Have you ever been there? I uh, know. That's a neat place. I like bad weather. Brewing. Oh, fabulous day. Oh, frab. Hey, all right. Huh? Oh, frabjous day. Tis spring today by royal order. Although still cold and snowy, sort of. The academy will not let us down, nor will the wokesters cause a frown. We swim in our delusion, and here's our conclusion. Our lips are blue, our fingers too, but 21sters have the knack for pushing back. Apologies to Lewis Carroll. Bert. And we have this uh, note from Kelsey. We have a real life flick in our midst. Why? This is from Crime Watch Minneapolis. 12 year old child with his tongue stuck on a pole. Falwell oh, Park. No. 1615 <laughs> Dowling Avenue North. And he sent a picture. Of course, it's flick. He flick was double secret. What was it? Double secret deer? I have no idea. Double dog deer. Double dog deer. No idea. I have no idea. How is everybody as we get closer and closer to Christmas? That's in the rotation for tonight. Scott and Invergrove always pushing back. 
I, for one, believe the GL podcast is a way of pushing back, and I am asking that you do not capitulate to the handful of GLers who say, say the show is too negative or that it isn't making a difference. Dragnet Sergeant Joe Friday said it best when he said, just the facts, ma'am, and it looks like if some folks can't take the facts. Keep up the great work. Merry Christmas to you and the boys of Gumption County. All right. Thank you. And uh, I have a note. I have. I thought of a way that uh, uh, I think we have a new responsibility. Or, okay, I do. Of providing uh, the means of pushback, okay. because it's not enough to say pushback. We have to determine how okay. we should push back. And action. And yesterday I said, well, one way you could push back is if your child is applying to various schools. Write them a letter mm-hmm. politely and say you, uh, before your child makes his or her decision, we would like to know the ratio of faculty to administrative staff. Hmm. And, and I think if you got an answer that said, well, we have 10,000 administrators and 1,500 faculty, right. you don't want your kid to go there. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So that's a pushback. Right. I hope people take that seriously. Now I have another pushback for parents of uh, college girls coming home. For Christmas. Okay. Which is always a joyous time. Yes. With Thanksgiving and Christmas when the kids come home, I love that. All right. They're going to be coming home and maybe they're worried about their pronouns or equity issues and whatever. <laughs> not, but... And uh, find this story. Uh, you can find it on the Google. Women are banned from private and public universities in Afghanistan. Oh. With yeah. immediate effect until further notice, a Taliban government spokesman said Tuesday, the latest edict cracking down on the rights of women. The decision was announced after a meeting of the Taliban government. Okay. Where there really is no such thing. It's just a bunch of people with towels on their head who think they're governors. And paint their toenails. Right. Despite initially promising a more moderate rule in women's and minority rights, the Taliban have widely implemented harsh interpretation of Islamic law or Sharia. They have banned girls from middle school and high school, restricted women from most employment, and ordered them to wear head-to-toe clothing in public. Women are also banned from parks and gyms. So your little snowflake comes home bitching wow. about how she wants to be called yep. it or yep. them. Uh, drag Present this story out. With that. Drag this out. Yep. Hey, yep. why don't you move then? Mm-hmm. <laughs> August marks the one-year anniversary of American withdrawal from Afghanistan, and since then the country has spiraled as many feared and is now in a deep humanitarian crisis. A letter shared by the spokesman for the Ministry of Higher Education, Ziala Hashmi, tells private and public universities to implement the ban as soon as possible and to inform the ministry once the ban is in place. Hmm. Hashmi also tweeted the letter from his account and confirmed its contents in a message to the Associated Press. The university ban comes weeks after Afghan girls took their high school graduation exams, even though they have been banned from classrooms since the Taliban took over the country Bold last man. year. Bold. You you facing anything like that? You precious college kids who need your quiet rooms and therapy dogs and different pronouns sure. and all the rest of the BS that's spoiling the hell out of you? You can't even go to a park in Kabul. Well, I think your scenario is saying, why don't you go move there? They would they would reject that. I think so. Yeah. So I got that off my chest, which is nice. <laughs> I want to get something else off my chest here near Christmas time. Go. 
Minnesota's Board of Pardons considered 40 cases for leniency this week from offenders who made sometimes emotional pleas about their rehabilitation, but one notable name wasn't among them and may never be. Kim Potter, the former Brooklyn Center police officer convicted of manslaughter in the shooting of Dante Wright in April 2021, the mayor must pause, is there a mural yet of the child that Dante Wright killed at Brooklyn Center? Uh, his name escapes Caleb me. Livingston? Livingston. There is not. Is there a mural yet at Brooklyn nope. Center High School for the guy that Dante Wright murdered and then who suffered miserably for two years with brain Shot injuries? Shot in the head, yeah. Uh, Kim Potter, the former Brooklyn Center police officer, two wrongs don't make a right, by the way, I'm aware of that. Kim Potter, the former Brooklyn Center police officer convicted of manslaughter, uh, ought to have her sentence, sought to have her sentence reduced, but the pardon board staff rejected Potter's case as undeserving and the three-member board did not intervene. Potter is serving a 24-month sentence after being convicted of first-degree manslaughter. Minnesota sentencing guidelines call for serving two-thirds of the sentence in prison. Potter will leave prison in April and will be on supervised release through the end of 2023. A pardon board spokesman said the panel declined to review Potter's case because she was already given a sentence far below recommended guidelines. Potter could have received an 86-month sentence, but Hennepin County Judge Regina Chu decided more lenient treatment was appropriate. The state did not appeal that decision from Chu, who has since retired. In her May application, Potter wrote that she planned to help domestic abuse victims and people who are homeless. She also said her husband, adult children, and 80-year-old mom needed her support. I have things to offer the community that prison walls do not allow, Potter wrote from the women's prison in Shakopee, where she has been locked up for the past year. Please consider commuting my sentence and sending me into society to continue the work that God has created for me. Potter's request to spend time with her family did not distinguish her from countless others who requested reduced sentences, the board spokesman said. Potter will be out of prison by the next pardon board meeting in June. The three-member board includes Governor Walls, Attorney General Keith Ellison, mm. and State Supreme Court Justice Lori Gildea. They meet twice a year. I've appeared before them, and I successfully got a pardon from a guy. That's how I got in the business 2,000 years ago. Really? Yeah. Potter will face a high bar if she wants the supervised release portion of her sentence reduced. Applications for reconsideration require new and substantial information that the pardon board did not have when originally denying an offender's request. In addition, at least two of the three board members would need to agree to reconsider. Well, we know Ellison wouldn't reconsider. No, no. Not, none of them are. Yeah. No. Neither Walls, Ellison, nor Gildea have publicly expressed interest in revisiting the case. Ellison's office, of course, led the prosecution of Potter. Yeah, why is he even on the board? That's all been the that's the that's how the board is made up. Huh. The prosecution became a well, Warren Spanis, I believe, was the attorney general when I had to appear before okay. the board. The you prosecu- share the story or no? Well, yeah, I've done, yeah it, I've done it a thousand times. Oh, well, then why have we never heard it? I've told it, Brooke. You know damn well I've told the story. Maybe when you start to tell it, I'll remember. But I can't. The old black guy commi- committed uh, convicted of murder in nineteen twenty four. 
Oh, Roy I Houghton. thought, okay, okay, I do remember that. Yeah. I thought you and my were... grandma, my grandma of the woman oh. who born in the sod hut of all people helped me because it would have been impossible for him to get to for where he was and had the perfect alibi to the other side of town because of a snowstorm, maybe even an early bomb cyclone. It's coming back to me. All right. Yeah, I, I remember all this, but the way you phrased it made me think that you appeared in order to get yourself absolved <laughs> yeah, right, from right. some horrible crime. I, I'm in agreement with Kenny. That's what I thought no, you were I was, I was, I was, And I'm I was, like, oh, I better not ask him about it. That sounds horrible. <laughs> no, I was seeking to get this guy a pardon yeah, before he died. Yep. That was know. a good story. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Houghton versus State, 1973 Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justia U.S. Law. That's when I did it. Um, I never even looked it up. It yep, didn't Warren occur Spanis. to me to be there. Yeah. Uh, a young Joseph Suchere. Oh, you're full of BS. <laughs> <laughs> Neither Walls, Allison, nor Gildea have publicly expressed interest in revisiting the case. The prosecution became a political issue in this fall's election. The Republican candidates for governor and attorney general said they would vote to commute Potter's sentence, though because an because a unanimous decision is required, they would need Gildea's support. Both GOP candidates lost. During the campaign, Ellison defended his office's prosecution. I believe in the jury system, Ellison said during an October debate. There was nothing political about this. This was entirely by the book. Okay. I, if I was on that board, I would have pardoned her only because I find her wish to serve the public uh, to be genuine. Yes. I don't think she's lying. I would agree. And But thank God she'll be out in... April or so. And that's all she's ever wanted to do her entire adult life, Mm -hmm. is serve the public. And, uh, you know, I suppose it's naive of me to say, uh, couldn't they send her home for Christmas? I suppose there's a lot of mothers in prison who would like to be home for Christmas. So you can't go down that road either. So hang in there, Kim. And family. Where was I? Uh, Taliban. You were on East 7th, uh, reminiscing about the days of the old Red Savoy. Someone just sent us a, <laughs> someone just sent us a photo of uh, a street in Minneapolis where only the bike lane is cleared. I think oh it was God. from last night, technically, not today. Is that the case, too, at St. Paul? Oh, Pretty much. May I say, may I oh. say, may oh. I say, oh. may I say that we're on about day four of being hectored to death about this storm. And I don't doubt uh, if you get the winds, I don't doubt that driving would be terribly difficult and possibly to be avoided. I don't doubt any of that. Uh, The storm is being called uh, a once in a generation storm. It's being called a bomb cyclone. Mm. Uh, CNN, when I was eating lunch, was heavy on the fact that this is all brought about by climate change. And it's very disheartening. Uh, Might I tell you that uh, this is day four, but on the morning of day four to Steal a wonderful line from E.B. White when he was writing about Hurricane Edna. He sought relief from the storm by going out into it. Because mm. back then he too was lamenting the uh, the hectoring of the radio newscasts about the, the storm. And so this is nothing new. What's new about it is they, they attach it to climate change. In any event, I went out this morning to uh, do the driveway and it was absolutely lovely. It was cold, but it was still. There was no wind. It was sunny, and the snow hump left at the end of the driveway was soft. Hmm. You could get through it. 
it was a delightful uh, 20 minutes of clearing the driveway, which I only did because uh, in the event this wind materializes that we've been getting hearing right. about for, six, for a week, uh, that it would have been impossible to go out. And then tomorrow, if it's that windy as they've advertised, it would be very uncomfortable to be out there doing it. Right. So I did it today, and it was pleasant. One of but the, the wind is the wind is going to drag all that snow back into your driveway. Well, either that or blow it away. So I just did what I had to do in order to get cars out today. Well, the other thing, too, about the wind is... We ain't going to smell it with this wind. <laughs> right. You won't. No. Not no, this no. one. No. Such, um, uh, Reavers briefly mentioned something about a bike lane. There was a delicious piece yesterday uh, in the op-ed section written by a lady uh, named Lori Eckblad Anderson uh, lamenting the bike lane that goes in front of her house on a snow emergency route in Minneapolis. Uh, and I don't know if she's a GL or, or not, but she sure has GL or thoughts. And it is a great piece that uh, I would encourage you to read. Eckberg? As in Eckberg Lammers? No, Blad. Lori Eckblad Anderson. Oh, Lori Eckblad. Yeah. Yep. A really good piece. Well written and sane and calm and not making any loud, outrageous accusations. She's well, I go, the, uh, I go by the... I go by the... What's the street, Rook, that has the bike path? Is it Otis? Or, Pelham. Uh, Pelham. 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 Pelham Boulevard. Uh, haven't seen a soul on it for days. Yeah, and the picture accom- the oh, picture yeah. accompanying the piece could be Pelham. Yeah, I mean, it looks just like Pelham. Uh, does she say she lives in Minneapolis? Um, I believe, yeah, Minneapolis Public Works, yep. Because Pelham is in St. Paul. Right. So they put a bike lane with the uh, bollards, those white cones, out in front of her driveway. And like I said, she lives on a snow emergency route, and it's just wreaking havoc for the residents there. I have a flooding the rink question. It's apropos of nothing. Don't ask me. Uh, Can you flood on top of snow? It's, or would that create uh, uh, a mush that would freeze unevenly? Yeah, that would not be good. Because I noticed they were flooding yesterday at Groveland. Okay. Then they must have stopped flooding because now those two rinks at Groveland are snow-covered again. Okay. But I was thinking if you flooded snow and it was this cold, wouldn't you get a nice white ice? Well, I don't know. Uh, mm. it, would, it would mush. I think it would mush. Chris Engelman and Ray Coda know what they're doing at Groveland. Why have they waited so long to flood this year? I don't know. I don't know, but they're always on top of it. And uh, I saw someone skating yesterday in Denoyer Park. So that rink must have been flooded. Okay. That's right near us here on Pelham. Either that or he was on rollerblades. Could have been. (laughs) Right. Could have been. Yeah, but that snow would get mushy if you put water on it. And they have a Zamboni there, so they'll just probably clear it. Well, any in any event, I was just wondering, can you flood snow? Copy. And maybe the answer is no. What if you heated it up and it just turned into water? That would be difficult to do, right? Given the uh, given the temperature. Sure. Say uh, just in time for Christmas. Yeah, but you'd have to do it in person because it's probably too late for the mail. Right. Gator hooks are now available in more than one thousand Home Depot stores throughout the U.S. But have no fear if you're local. Well, actually, you don't have to be local. You could be in Phoenix and do this. Let's go. You go to the GatorMagnetics.com, click on the Home Depot logo, and you'll be told where the nearest Home Depot is to your house that's selling Gator Magnetics. Hmm. Very convenient. This is the storage invention 
invented in the garage by garage logicians. Strong magnets, 25 pounds. You put them on any steel surface, boom, you've got instant storage. And they're coming up with all sorts of neat products to go with the magnets, like a steel plate that you can get, and then, hell, you don't have to buy their steel yeah, plate. They're, they're dynamic. A, they're changing a, all a, the time. Get a steel plate, you know. But mm-hmm. they got a good steel plate. They do. And then you put that up where you want your storage and the magnets attached. To it. You can't take them off by sheer force. You have to lift a lever, then the magnet spills into your hand. You move the storage oh. around. Uh, there, That's called a metal backing. You can use that to create a storage area on wooden or non-metal surfaces. To find the nearest Home Depot that carries gator hooks, go to www.gatormagnetics.com. Click on the Home Depot logo and enter your zip code. Uh, This would be one great Christmas gift for the GLer in your family. Pick up a couple of gator hooks. Find out much more at gatormagnetics.com. Hey GLers, it's Reavers here, and you've heard me talk about my relationship with Josh Arnold for quite some time now, and the reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Well, actually, it's two reasons. Trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As he says, past results do not guarantee future returns. While that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments, and you can trust Josh to make sure that you are not paying more in fees than you are selling in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would think. So do yourself a favor by booking a 48-minute free, yes, free consultation that has absolutely no obligation. Call Josh today at 952-925-5608. That number, once again, is 952-925-5608. You will be glad you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser. Whoop-dee-doo. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Can you guess that? No. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Governor Walls rounds out his cabinet. Hey. So we've got six new state commissioners. Oh. All right. <laughs> What, what is so funny? Is he looking at the damn text? <laughs> Rook, don't don't be sending that stuff while we're trying to do the show. God, I'm leaving. No. no I'll turn my mic off. I'll turn my mic off. I'll be good. I've I'm seen sorry. it a hundred times. It's you funny. sent that to me. It's funny. All right, let's get down to business. Get out of this. These bike lanes are atrocious. Hey, hey before Joe starts, could you send it to me? Too? Yes, I will. This is enough. i got to send this to you know what? the geologist. Hold it up to the camera for the town council. <laughs> kids and kids, don't want look at this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you want to interrupt everything, the damn show? Oh. I've never had Bush Apple show of you. <laughs> oh. uh, rookie, don't. Sit down again. Sit down again. Yeah, you can't really see it Sit anyway. down again. <laughs> it's a pretty big book. Governor man. Walls, huh? Big cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> Let's 
do this number. I don't know how Bernard lasted as long as he did. <laughs> <laughs> well, he obviously had a better support staff than you he do. He really right. did. Yeah. Right, he got it. Oh, congratulations! Is today to him. is last day or tomorrow? Tomorrow, tomorrow. tomorrow. But yep. he's been doing this a long time. Yep. Congrats, Tommy B. Yep. Minnesota Governor Walls named six new state commissioners Wednesday. That fills out his cabinet. Former St. Cloud School District Super Willie Jett was named Education Commissioner. So that's in place of uh, the departed Heather Mueller, who skulked out of the door, out of the room, without yeah. saying a word about the $250 million food fraud. She got off good. Uh, Brooke Cunningham, Assistant Commissioner of the Health Department's Health Equity Bureau. She'll take over as Health Commissioner. Okay. Bob Jacobson, who served more than three decades in active law enforcement, will lead the Department of Public Safety. Okay. All right. Uh, in a written st- in written statement, Jacobson said he will seek to elevate and support public safety personnel across the straight, st- state. Cunningham said she will prioritize equity in the health department's science operations and partnerships. All right. Mm. And Willie Jett said he is excited to partner with educators, lawmakers, businesses, and colleges. Okay. All right. And together we will continue to advance access and opportunity for every child in every corner of Minnesota, Jett said. Former DFL State Rep Paul Marquart was appointed revenue commissioner. He served on the House Taxes Committee for 18 years. That should give him a leg up on revenue, huh? Okay. Uh, And he was chair of that for four years. Nicole Blissenbach, who has served as temporary commissioner of the Department of Labor and Industry since August, will permanently lead the agency. And Ida Rukavina, executive director of the Range Association of Municipalities and Schools and daughter of the late Representative Tom Rukavina, was named commissioner of the Department of Iron Range Resources and Rehabilitation. Okay. I I would question why we need that, but why should I be a curmudgeon? Right, yeah. you're yeah. you're too uh, full of common sense. I am looking forward to people uh, to working with people and communities of the Taconite Assistance Area to continue working towards a future which includes jobs that support families, a strong education, and thriving cities and towns. Rukavina said, "Okay, the appointments come after recent retirements and departures." Cunningham will be the first black woman to serve as the Minnesota Health Commissioner. All right. Tim Beebe, interim director of the University of Minnesota School of Public Health, praised Cunningham's extensive experience in public health, patient care, and public service. Cunningham was previously an assistant professor in the U's Medical School, where she focused her teaching and scholarship on race and medicine. Okay. St. Cloud School Superintendent Lori Putnam, who served as assistant super under Jet for three years, said that having him as education commissioner is an incredible win for Minnesota students. Jet has focused on expanding opportunities for students throughout his career. Okay. And his name is Willie Jet? Mm-hmm. Is he married to Betty Will? <laughs> I think it's also when <laughs> Willie Jet, Betty Will. I have a feeling the show's going to end uh, a little oh, early today. Yeah, early, very early. <laughs> I think it's also a win for educators. 
<laughs> Not only administrators. Does this pun- mean there's an opening for Bernard after he's done Bernard? <laughs> <laughs> we we'll have to call the show tomorrow. To have somebody in that chair who has done the role of assistant principal, principal, and super. He's also been a teacher and a coach. That's Willie Jett. Jacobson will bring a wealth of experience in the public safety commissioner job before his appointment. He was interim de- interim deputy assistant commissioner of the Minnesota Department of Human Services. He spent 16 years as New Brighton's director of public safety and police chief, leading the city's police, fire, and emergency operations. He was also in Stillwater as an interim chief. Uh, Bob Jacobson is one of the highest integrity leaders I have met. State Human Services Commissioner Joel Harpstead said he will bring a balance of law enforcement experience and kindness and flexibility to the position of Commissioner of Public Safety. So there you have it. you got Jet, J- Jacobson, Cunningham, Marquardt, Listenbach, and Rukavina. And then four years from now, on the occasion of the next fraud scandal... Uh, they can retire and never comment about anything. Copy. <laughs> so be all set for them. Hail the flashlight king. Hail, Hail you. you. Millennial here in the land of liberal lakes. I was glad to find the GL podcast after listening on the airwaves with my old man in the 90s. On Wednesday, you and the fellas asked questions that hold weight with GLers. Number one, why is everything worse the longer the left is in control? Number two, why are race relations worse than they were 10 years ago? The people who answer with the label racist are often the same ones unafraid to say I'm a Marxist. I've quite literally heard this from Gopher alum that have passed the bar exam and others with aspirations of working at the Federal Reserve. We share a UST as a common alma mater, although I was there during the Obama administration. It turns out a guy from the West Metro can learn a lot rooming with a fellow freshman from West Africa. There are certainly cliches about an expensive university that requires theology and philosophy courses, but it's also clear there's more than a seed of leftism on Summit Avenue. An example of the, an example of the mystery Failed Academy in corporate Minnesota that might answer some of the questions from Wednesday. 2020, election year, COVID lockdowns, economic and racial strife, peace on the left, justice on the right. Terrence Floyd, Twin Cities burn nonetheless. June 2020, St. Uh, Thomas launched the Racial Justice Initiative. Summer and autumn of 2020, Minneapolis-based corporation launches required racial justice training. The company proudly hosts Speaker St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter, then the director of UST Racial Justice Initiative. The latter's speech and required training explicitly stated Republican Party's failure and the role in systemic racism throughout Minnesota and the U.S. history, but no mention of left or Democratic Party. November 2020, new president, Joe Biden. More than a few employees raise their eyebrows in an anonymous hand at the display of partisanship. Never mind the Republican people of color who ran for office in Minnesota districts. There's more to unpack in the Mysterian playbook, but it sure proved use. It sure proved successful for the home team wearing blue again in 2022. I'm sure you'll have more accurate predictions for the years ahead. But if the Vikings have a sh- had a shot against the Colts, so do those of us pushing back. Merry Christmas, Mark. Hmm. All right, and I want to read one more before uh, Johnny Height. Okay. And this is a little upbeat news about the failed academy. Let's hear it. 
Joel, your uh, discussion on yesterday's show, Wednesday, about the failed academy prompted me to send you this. Last week, on December 16th, to be exact, I was in Knoxville to watch my daughter receive her diploma from the University of Tennessee. Hmm. I won't go so far as to say this is a conservative school, but let me run down the ceremony. It opened with the national anthem, then a speech from the chancellor. No apologies for stolen ground. She then introduced the keynote speaker, Bill Haslam. Haslam is a former two-term mayor of Knoxville and a retired two-term governor of Tennessee. The School of Business is named after him. This is a ray of hope, as he is a Republican. He gave a nice speech and was given a good round of applause, including from the 1,300 students who were graduating. He then was given an honorary degree. Partway through the uh, parade of undergrads coming across the stage, they paused as they introduced a man who graduated in the early 70s but could not attend the commencement because he had shipped off to Vietnam. Everyone in the building, including all of the staff and students, gave him a standing ovation. It was one of the many times I was wiping tears from my eyes that day. Mm. Once all the students were done, they closed out the ceremony by bringing out the ROTC men and women, and they were given their commissions to the U.S. Air Force. Not surprisingly, Grace, that must be his daughter, is a bit of a lefty, but there is hope Mm. as she loves to work and was never without a job in the four years she has been there. She actually made too much money last year and owed federal and state taxes, which she bitched about, by the way. (laughs) We are very proud of her and looking forward to her coming home for good. She was also the only student there from Minnesota. Keep pushing back, and Merry Christmas to all of you, Scott Elford in Rogers, Minnesota. What did I say yesterday? Without any knowledge whatsoever, without any empirical evidence whatsoever, I said, I bet the farther south you get, the less wokeism you'll find in the schools. Now, I'm sure there are tremendous exceptions. But generally speaking, You're proving it right and I have there. a bit of personal information about that, mm-hmm. that the, the that you're not inundated with the BS you're getting up north. And this graduation ceremony uh, goes a long way to uh, corroborating my instincts. Mm-hmm. That's, that's all I had to say about that. Okay. Okay. It corroborates my instincts. Let's take a break and come back with Johnny Height. What is all the noise? Jeez, we're trying to be professional here. Sorry, I'm in a shop, sorry. <laughs> Positive Thursday is brought to us by SchoonoverBodyWorks.com. Uh, as you can tell, Schoonie's on the horn with us. Schoonover Body Works, located in Shoreview, 1060 County Road E. Jolly old St. Schoonover. How you doing, Mike? I am good, Kenny. It is, uh, it's, it's uh, what, a couple days before Christmas? Yeah, a few days. Very Christmassy out. It's uh, cold. It's winter. It's Minnesota. Man, it's fabulous. Let's give the GLers a gift. The gift of good, solid advice. And I'm bringing this up because in the last two days, we've had about a million wrecks in the Twin Cities. And the tow truck companies have been running. And I'm guessing every body shop in town is full right now. What say you to the people that crashed and are going to crash in the near future. <laughs> well, number one, don't crash. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, so it's, it's kind of challenging out there right now, Kenny, because um, if, if you do, so GLers, if you get in a wreck and it's got to be towed away, just let them take it to whatever impound lot or 
tow yard or whatever they're going to go uh, bring it to, and then call the insurance company who's going to handle the claim. Uh, and they'll send an adjuster out to that tow yard. There's a 50-50 chance that your car might be an economic total loss. And so um, it's probably better to let them, at this point, uh, let the insurance company work with you and negotiate on uh, you know, getting it, getting it settled so that you can go out and buy a new vehicle. If you have it towed to another shop, then the insurance company says, well, we want the shop to tear it down, and that, that may take weeks uh, to get information. So I would just leave it where it is. And if it's towed, if there's a reason it was towed and there's a good chance that it might be a total loss. That's a uh, pretty good advice. Can I throw, uh, can I throw something in myself? Yeah. And, uh, I haven't said anything about this on Twitter or on the microphone, but boy, my brain has been screaming this all week long. Tires, 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 tires. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. S- and I'm getting, I'm guessing you guys not only sell, but you install winter tires, snow tires, right? Yeah, we do. But, you know, just having good tires, period, all-season tires or winter tires, it's great. But, uh, Kenny, we fix a lot of cars that have, like, virtually no tread. So, oh. you know, GLers, if you're wear bar, there's a little there's a little knob or a little uh, rubber piece that's in between your treads. And uh, that's called a wear bar. If that's if, if you can feel that, or if it's if your tread is getting close to the wear bar, it's time to replace those tires. Yeah, so, it's you know. definitely worth the investment. I know tires are expensive. I understand that, um, but man, it makes such a big difference. Yep, yep. And then, Kenny, we can't, we cannot. I got, I just got to mention it since it's what a bazillion below today. Yeah. Um, batteries. Yeah. Yeah. You know, nothing says I love you like a new car battery. Yeah, and you, you usually don't find out they're bad till it's about 20 below, and then you're stuck. <laughs> hey, I'm uh, going to be late for Christmas dinner. Yeah, well, hmm, that sounds like a good excuse, actually, for me come Sunday. <laughs> uh, if you need tires, if you need a battery, or anything else auto-related, glass, service, oil changes, uh, call up Miss Nikki at Schoonover Body Works and Glass. She's going to get you hooked up with the right service tech. 80 years strong in Shoreview, always rated as one of the top shops in the metro and the official body shop of Garage Logic, schoonoverbodyworks.com. Oh, they all look like here we go here. You cannot stop him. You just make a move. Joe Suchere. I have a New Year's resolution, Joe, for you and all the GLers. What? You're going to behave? No, I'm not going to go that far. How about the gift of fine water in 2023? That's better. See? Join the thousands. Well, I might be exaggerating. Join all of the GLers that have made the switch to Connecticut, courtesy of Hofferman Water, an independent water treatment dealer. Hofferman's the best. They offer sales, service, and rental for Connecticut water treatment systems. That includes water softeners, iron, rust, and odor filtration systems, and, of course, drinking water systems. A new system from Connecticut can do so many things that other water softeners just simply cannot do. And you're aware that they're already going to cut down on your salt usage, but it's also going to protect your appliances. That's true. It's because bad water can affect almost every aspect of your home. And I'm living example. I had horrible water when I was living in Carver, so I made the switch, and man, our showers were better, our laundry was better, and of course, so was our drinking water. So please do me a favor. Get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today. I've been a satisfied customer for a long time, and I know you will be too. 952 
952-894-4040. That's 952-894-4040. Or just visit their website, HoffermanWater.com. Hofferman Water has been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell them you heard about them here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Here is Mr. John Height. Thank you, Mr. Sushere. More than a foot of light, powdery snow fell across parts of Minnesota Wednesday and overnight into Thursday. And with wind speeds expected to increase throughout the day today, that snow will likely cause visibility issues throughout much of the state. In addition to the visibility issues, wind chills will be near 35 degrees below zero at times the next couple of days. Due to the weather and road conditions, hundreds of school districts decided to either close or delay the start of classes today in Minnesota. I'm seeing a photo that Chris Eggert from Channel 5 just tweeted out saying, if you think, if you are in Minneapolis thinking things won't get bad, here's the sitch in southwest Minnesota where you basically cannot see. But we're not in southwest Minnesota. But it's coming this way. I'm well, checking radar. Your guess is as good as any meteorologist. <clears throat> no, it, it's it's coming, Joe. All right. I, I'm pro- perfectly willing to accept that. <laughs> the uh, Metropolitan Council Committee of the Whole... You got that? Metropolitan Council Committee of the Whole. Yeah, they're unelected, by the way. Approved $211 million in additional spending for the extension of the Southwest LRT Green Line project, which the legislative auditor said in September has a total cost of over $1.5 billion (laughs) and had a half billion dollar budget deficit. And they're going to need more, John. I read this might not be enough. Oh, that's correct. They're still short. Uh, Representative Frank Hornstein. John, I'm sorry to jump in here, but I'm going to do it anyway. Don't. Shouldn't they have learned from. No. The blue and green line, and now install turnstiles? Shouldn't they make it different so people are forced to pay? Well, that's going to be the least of their problems. This, mm. It should never have been built in the first place. Yeah. Turnstiles is a very fine Billy Joel album, by the way. Our mm. representative, Frank Hornstein of Minneapolis, uh, said the Southwest LRT is a very important project. But he says he's frustrated, disappointed, and angry about what he called serious mistakes, which led to financial troubles for the state's largest public transit project. God, does Um, anything work? Does anything work as it should? God almighty. (laughs) Well, and, you know, on Rook's point, what would happen if they were to install turnstiles on this new, what would that cause? Well, that... That's that's an equity because some people can't afford to to get on the light rail. Right. That would be the comeback. Mm-hmm. A Met Council spokesperson uh, said after this latest infusion of money, as Joe just said, the Southwest LRT budget deficit will now be somewhere between 160 and 260 million dollars. What? So still going to be a bit short there. <laughs> Oh, we got County that surplus, Sheriff. Johnny. We can give it to them. We got all that surplus there money. There you go. Just throw that in there. What the heck? Carver County Sheriff's Office received a 911 call just before 1.30 yesterday reporting a school bus had overturned in Camden Township. Mm. Authorities say the bus loaded with 22 kids was headed west on 74th Street when the driver lost sight of the edge of the road due to the weather conditions. The driver's side tires caught the edge of the road, pulling the bus into the ditch and causing it to tip onto its side. Mm. Carver County deputies, New Germany Fire Rescue and Ridgeview Ambulance responded to the scene. Uh, The age of the children involved unknown. No one was injured in the crash, luckily, and an investigation is underway by Carver County and the State Patrol. Star Tribune reporting Google has backed out of the plans to build a $600 million data center in Becker. The data center, we talked about it uh, back when they announced it, was heralded as one of the largest construction projects in recent state history, 
Google also would have become one of Excel's five largest customers. But Google's affiliate, Honeycrisp Power, did not provide Excel with a notice to proceed with the project by a recent deadline. Minneapolis-based Excel terminated its electric service agreements with Google earlier this month. Google didn't give a reason for pulling out of the project, saying in a statement, while the project isn't progressing right now, that doesn't rule out engagement on projects in the future. The data center would have only employed 50 people, but it was expected to create up to 2,000 construction jobs. Excel had planned to sell Google about 300 acres to host the new data center, which would have hosted thousands of computer servers, the guts of Google's vast internet presence. The company, based in Northern California's Silicon Valley, has several data centers throughout the country. A $600 million project was only going to create 50 jobs? Mm-hmm. Apparently. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Ukrainian leader Vladimir Zelensky remained defiant as he swore Ukraine would never surrender to Russia during an address to the U.S. Congress, which ended with a standing ovation. Zelensky gave an impassioned speech telling representatives, your money is not charity. It's an investment in the global security and democracy that we handle in the most responsible way. He also warned that Russia has significant military advantage with more missiles, planes, and weapons. This all comes as the Kremlin massively ramps up its use of the Putin-allied Wagner Group mercenaries. They had a thousand apparently in Ukraine and now will have 20,000. According to the BBC, the mm-hmm. brutal mercenary group, which is known for its needless and indiscriminate violence, has begun recruiting masses of troops from prisons in a bid to boost Putin's stumbling oh army. Uh, meanwhile, in Ukraine, a new mass burial site has been discovered at a cemetery in Kyrgyzstan. The outlet cited Deputy Interior Minister Yavin Yenin, who said 36 more graves of people killed by Russians during their occupation have been found. Life expectancy in the U.S. fell again last year to the lowest level since 1996. Federal data showed after COVID-19 and opioid overdoses drove up the number of deaths. COVID-19, the third leading cause of death for a second consecutive year, the a rising number of drug overdose deaths also dragged down the expectancy. Overdose deaths have risen fivefold over the past 20 years. The death rate for the U.S. population increased by 5%. That means life expectancy at birth is now 76.4 years. That's down from 77 years. See you in later. 20, <laughs> in Give me a nice run. Heart disease remain the leading cause of death in the U.S., followed by cancer and then COVID-19 in third. You know what I read? What wards off serious COVID? Regular huh. exercise. Really? Fresh air. Stands to reason. Yeah. Stands Fresh to air reason. has been, uh, yep. yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. And More diet coke. Long, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and the ricey walk. <laughs> the waddle. NASA announced yesterday the InSight lander designed to understand the geologic life story of Mars has finished up its mission on the red planet. The spacecraft had relied on solar power and after four years on Mars collecting data, its sunlight collecting panels have built up too much dust to generate enough power to run the lander. For months now, the InSight team has been expecting the lander to fall silent and now the robot has missed two calls home. Scientists last heard from the robot on December 15th. NASA says they'll keep listening, but they do not expect to hear anything more from the lander. InSight launched in May 2018 and landed six months later. Unlike its rover siblings, Curiosity and Perseverance, which focus on evaluating the red planet's habitability over time, InSight was designed to peer deep inside the planet, measuring the layers from the surface down to the molten 
core. Do you recall the volcano that erupted on White Island off the coast of New Zealand in 2019 and uh, about 15 people died? Mm-mm. You don't. That was big news in 2019. I watched a documentary last night called The Volcano, hmm. and it's the, it's the story of that. You know, a tourist boat just routinely ran out there and took tourists, Yeah, and then you'd get off the boat and walk up to the uh, crater and look at the volcano, which was hissing and steaming, and take pictures, and then go back, and, well, the damn thing erupted when Ooh. tourists were there. Did you have to pay was extra? The, no. Oh. Was there any uh, nudity or lovemaking scenes in that movie? Go That's ahead, John. Yeah. Uh, Five TV. people were killed. New Zealand volcano eruption leaves five dead, others missing. No, it was more than five, so I don't know which one you're looking at. This is December 8, 2019 from CNN. Well, they, they said there was some missing, so apparently yeah. the missing turned up dead would be my guess yeah. in that case. And there's uh, no lava that erupts in that volcano. It's just uh, the, the steam? ejection of steam. And so someone could have been burned Ugh. horrifically wearing blue jeans, but the blue jeans weren't, weren't affected. But then when you took the pants off, oh. everything went with it, the oh, skin wow. and everything. Because oh, no, no, no. the skin well, just went right through the jeans. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah, you for that image. Very, Appreciate very pleasant. That. I yeah, guess the moral awesome. of it is uh, <laughs> Don't wear jeans. I'm not going to ever take a, a tourist boat trip to see a volcano. There you go. Yeah. Uh, there you go. A TV slash sports announcement that fans have been waiting for. The NFL announcing a multi-year agreement today for Google to distribute direct ticket the package of -of out-of-market Sunday afternoon games on YouTube TV and YouTube primetime channels. Uh, It has been on direct TV for years now, but uh, if you want it now, you'll have to have either the YouTube primetime or YouTube television. This uh, needs to end. Wait a minute. I'm no longer going to see a game on Fox? No, you'll still get all your local channels. And Channel 4? And 9. The direct ticket has every game. So I don't want every game. Just go to the red zone. You get every game. Yeah, but you this that the red zone is a part of this package. Oh. Joe, this is what they've done to the NHL and our wild. Yeah. When you have to right. do go oh, through I know. all I'm that. I'm missing a lot of games because they put hoops. me through the hoops. What the hell is wrong with the NHL? That means I'm not. I, I'm sorry. I'm not watching the game. I'm Either not seeing I. your advertisers. I'm not so signing in for that. You lose. BS. And the thing is, you would think the NFL would alert, because I personally think the whole Amazon experiment has been a disaster. Why do do they allow this, Chris, the NFL, the NHL? Money. Whores. That's what they're money whores. They don't care about us. The Amazon deal is Thursday nights. Correct. And I'll tune in tonight just on the off chance that violent weather is hitting New York. Oh, yeah, good point. Because it's Jacksonville at the Jets. But I finally figured out what's off about that. Mm. It's as though though Al Michaels is in a hotel room (laughs) watching a game on television. That's what it sounds like. (laughs) The sound is off. The... the, the, uh, the the picture and the sound are a bit off. It's different than when you watch a game on Fox or CBS. Well, and Al Michaels is a Hall of Fame broadcaster, but it doesn't appear as though he's all in. You know, he, it doesn't, he doesn't appear that he's enjoying himself. No. And when you want your broadcaster at top level, you want him all in. Here's the pitch. <laughs> Boof glaring in. Wide. Yeah. I'm sorry. Inside, not wide. Inside ball. All right. Thank you. We've heard this about 15,000 times. And it's funny, you idiots get all excited about NFL on TV, but you don't have anything to say about anything else that's meaningful. Yes, sir. Wow. 
by the way, if you're hoping to save some money uh, with the direct ticket, uh, that this will not save you any money because uh, you'll still be paying three to four hundred bucks a season. Uh, oh, jeez! Yeah, that's what it is now. My brother, I think, pays two ninety four. What like a ripoff! So, yeah, but you get every game, Kenny. Big deal. Every game. Get the Ooh, game they F-D. give you on Fox. Well, uh, some folks like to watch their favorite team. Every oh, that's that, too that bad would, for them. That would be my brother's case. He yep. wants to see the Bears, which is really sad. Well, that's he's a fun team to watch, yeah. But yeah, he's paying that much to see the Bears, which is very sad. The Wall Street Journal reporting Twitter's attempts to bring advertisers back is not going well. About 70% of Twitter's top 100 ad spenders from before, uh, before Elon Musk's takeover weren't spending on the platform as of last week. It's a problem they can't afford right now since about 89% of Twitter's $5.1 billion in revenue last year came from ads. In meetings with advertisers in recent weeks, Musk's lieutenants have tried to calm fears and drum up interest in the site. They promised innovations such as ads that allow users to make purchases directly, more video capabilities, and tools to keep ads from appearing near objectionable content. Some ad buyers said they'll need to see changes at Twitter, though, before they feel comfortable coming back. Advertisers say they're concerned about Musk's moves as owner and CEO, including his abrupt, confusing, and erratic rulemaking and his own controversial tweets. Twitter and Musk didn't respond to the Wall Street Journal for requests for comment about all of that. Frank Salemi. You guys know Frank Salemi? Nope. Doesn't ring a bell. A Boston mobster who took over the New England Mafia in the 1990s, then cooperated with prosecutors against two of his former allies when it emerged that they had been longtime FBI informants, has died. Hmm. He was in a federal medical facility in Springfield, Missouri. He was 89, was serving a life sentence for his role in the 1993 murder of a Boston club owner. A Salemi uh, was known as Cadillac Frank. Cadillac was, Frank. Yeah. An energetic dapper probably drove a Cadillac, mm-hmm. was an energetic dapper character in the Boston underworld. By his own admission, he says he took part in eight mob hits during the Boston gang wars of the 1960s. He largely sat out the 70s and 80s because of a 73 conviction for trying to murder a lawyer, John Fitzgerald, by putting a bomb in his car. Fitzgerald lost his right leg in the attack but survived, and Salemi was sentenced to 16 years in prison. When he got out, he joined the Patriarcha crime family, the leading organization within the New England Mafia. He ended up, uh, well, uh, he got mixed up with Whitey Bulger. You guys oh, remember yeah. Whitey? Whitey was trouble. And also Mr. Bulger's lieutenant, Steve Flemmy, who was known as the Rifleman. The Rifleman. Mm-hmm. What about a baby name? face or yeah. a... Uh... The bull. The bull. Yeah. They hey, had those now, guys. Hey, now. Whoa. This got weird here because uh, that all awesome. ended... In 1995, when the federal authorities indicted all three men on racketeering and extortion charges, Salemi was convicted and sentenced to 11 years in prison. But then, in 1999, he and we, of course, found out Bulger and Flemmy had spent decades as deep informants for the FBI, handled by an agent named John Connolly. They had bribed Connolly. They fed him information about Salemi, including details that helped lead to his arrest in the Fitzgerald bombing. Connolly, in turn, had tipped them off to the coming indictment. So everybody was arrested, including uh, Whitey. He went into hiding, remember, and then they captured him later in 2011. Uh, He, because he was angry about all this, turned state's evidence, and that's what got uh, Whitey and Flemmy ending up in prison. Also, Bulger was murdered in a West Virginia penitentiary in 2018. Connolly received a medical release, and Flemmy remains in prison, and now Salemi dead at the age of 80. 
nine years old. Why, John, what else do you have on uh, on tap uh, there? Let's see. I have a guy trying to fight a tree. Nope. <laughs> no. okay. That sounds good. No. Save that one for later. Uh, speaking of uh, drinking, a fellow drove into his uh, estranged wife's house with several sticks of uh, homemade dynamite. He was he was hammered also. I uh, could put homemade. that on my uh, list. Go. I've yeah. never done homemade that. Homemade diamond yeah. dynamite. Yeah. Oh, homemade oh. dynamite. Yeah. It's like the Wiley Coyote dynamite. What did she yeah. stay true? It was it was pink or red. Yeah. It had a long uh, fuse. John, is that it? Uh, well, I got some other ones, but they're they're. You're not they're in the old. mood. Yeah, let's. <laughs> Very good. Let's just uh, say there's still time to get the EcoFun Motorsports <laughs> in Forest Lake or Burnsville for your kids Christmas shopping if no other reason than take a look at the uh, youth ATVs and dirt bikes in stock and don't forget many of those youth ATVs have the remote control you know what so I you sit in a chair and watch the kid and they won't crash into a tree I drove by the Burnsville location twice yesterday mm-hmm. and that parking lot was packed wonderful in Forest Lake Eco Fun is on Highway 97 immediately west of 35E and on Burnsville it's in Burnsville it's where right off County Road 42 just east of 35W. And uh, there's all electric bikes, 200 bucks off. Scooters that turn every urban errand into adventures is 100 to $500 off. Uh, the golf carts are on sale. The full-size ATVs with winches and plows are on sale. 0% interest for one year on all products in stock. There's great apparel, great helmets, great service. These are great people, and we thank EcoFun for being with us virtually from the beginning of the Garage Logic podcast, which goes back to the fall of 2018. It's EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake in Burnsville, EcoFunMotorsports.com. Push the button. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. Hey, you. Yeah. Dummy. Huh? Yeah. What? You waited forever to buy that gift, right? Yep. Here Still haven't go. gotten it. Really? Yeah. I'm not kidding when I say this, because I'm going to do this for a couple of people. A gift certificate from 30 Bales that would Restaurant. Be nice. I've done that many times, and every person that I've given that gift certificate to went to 30 Bales for the very first time. And they loved it. I've been there many times. So maybe you got family in town and you really don't want to cook. I don't blame you. Or, you know what? Give that gift to someone that's a foodie in your life. Rook, that's what you're getting from me. A 30 Bales gift certificate, if that's fine with you. Excellent, yes. So here's their deal. Uh, Check out their hours that are subject to change over the holidays. So maybe uh, go to their website or just call them directly and find out. But on a normal week, uh, lunch is from 11 to 3, Tuesday through Friday. And that happy hour is also Tuesday through Friday from 3 to 5.30. The brunch on Saturday and Sunday is 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. All right, so there you go. But then look at their menu. Oh, my goodness gracious. It's a scratch kitchen located right there in downtown Hopkins. And they also have a lunch menu that's visible at their website as well. But they have craft cocktails, all sorts of things. They will cater to every person, whether it's a healthy eater, whether it's the burger lover. It doesn't matter. They'll take care of everybody in your family. So stop in, bring the family, say hi to Todd and the entire crew. Wish them a happy new year and tell them the Garage Logic podcast sent you in today. Good afternoon, Mayor. Please don't share my last name to protect the identity of my son. I'm writing with the unfortunate news that I find myself in the rare spot of agreeing with Reavers. Namely, yes. I am despondent. 
I began this morning, as I do every morning, with an egg, strong coffee, and the joy-producing banter of you and the dum-dums. But my joy quickly turned to despondency as you began reviewing the report of what is in the new budget bill being considered by the charlatans in Washington. My despondency only increased as you listed multi-million dollar item after multi-million dollar item. Honestly, I felt this despondency with just about every government budget since my college days. I'm now 53, but I feel it more keenly this year. Here's why. My son is a newly minted United States Marine. Hmm. Since 12 years old, he has dreamed of serving his country and protecting those who could not protect themselves from the evil in this world. He has always wanted to be among the best of the best, and this year he achieved that goal. He is living his dream and will be put in harrowing and dangerous situations at his choice, all for less than 25 grand a year salary. I only mention his salary because of the stories he has shared with me of his training. They have been required to buy their own materials out of their own pockets to enhance their camouflage because of lack of money. They have had training exercises adjusted because there isn't enough ammunition for the platoon to use because of a lack of money. Ammunition needed to ensure they are properly and highly trained so they might live up to the moniker of the world's most deadly fighting force. His mother and I have spent hundreds of dollars purchasing additional and better equipment for him so that he may be more effective as a soldier. You're telling me we don't have any money? We have money to pay a half billion dollars for reproductive programs to protect endangered species, but not enough for my son and his fellow Marines who have the ammo they need to properly train. I'm despondent, despondent that senators and representatives making six-figure salaries with ridiculous per diems and bloated staffs have lost sight of what I was taught in eighth-grade civics. The role of the government is to provide a national defense and the basic infrastructure of our country to function. I'm despondent that they are putting the men and women of our military in harm's way by not properly equipping them to provide the basic function of government. I'm despondent because they feel absolutely no shame. My son is still thrilled to be a Marine, even as he shares these stories. It's never complaining because he loves the core to his bones, despite the decisions of politicians who don't support them. You are right, Mayor. We are poorly served and led. God help us. Loyal but despondent GL listener, Matthew. Despondent. Mm-hmm. Despondent. Mm-hmm. And if he went public with that letter, Joe sent it to a major publication and then it got some legs, he would be eviscerated. He'd be yep. ridiculed. Yep. Yep. Ridiculed. And that was an excellent, excellent email. <clears throat> Only because they come to us. From whom? From all, whom? All the way. Okay. From where? Marleth Park. Okay. Now, ask me where. Uh, where is that? Mumpumalanga, South Africa. Oh. From the Traveling Limits. Mm. WorldwideWaftage.com. One lousy thing today. You know what today's date Only is? Only one? December 22nd. One, two, 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 two. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Wow. Thank you for pointing that out. One, two, 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 two. On this date... <laughs> One, two, 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 two. <laughs> in 1858. Tiptoe through the tulips. <laughs> the Reverend Edward two, D. Two, two, Neal. See, goodbye. <laughs> Even you, huh? Right? Sorry. The Reverend Edward D. Neal officiated at the dedication of the first of the first 
House of Hope Presbyterian Church Building, a chapel that stood on Walnut Street between Oak and Pleasant Avenues in St. Paul. Wow. The congregation would move in 1869 to a church at Fifth and Exchange Street, and then in 1914 to Summit Avenue. Okay. Where it remains a lovely edifice. Yeah. The House of Hope. Hmm. That's it for today. That's two days, it? Two days, uh, three days before Christmas, and this state didn't do a bleeping thing. Well, everybody wow. pretty much goes on chill mode, right? Around Even this time back then. Yeah. Even in 1858, mm. people gotta, were turning it into a week off. Yeah, we got to get groceries, you know, shopping done. Got to get to the store. Mm-hmm. Ma gotta, needs some soup. Got to get some. Uh, got to get some sand down for the sleigh. Mm-hmm. Hey, huh? so yesterday, oh, we're still at the same. Uh, we gained three seconds of sun. She's gonna. Go down at 4.34 and some change. It's light out. It's light out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Getting light out later. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Now, tomorrow, I'm looking forward to it. My birthday? Yeah. We're going That's to right. have uh, Stephen C. Anderson, who's a wonderful pianist. Oh, you're celebrating yeah. my birthday And tomorrow? John Hite with his guitar. And Only we're just, for you. You know what we're going to do? We're just going to jam. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Jam. We're just going to jam. And Rookie's going to bring in stuffing. Let's have fun for my birthday tomorrow. Is the stuffing made? No. We'll make it we tonight do it and for bring Christmas. it in. We don't do it for Christmas. I want make it you, anyway. Joe, I want you to start working on your patience right now. For what? <laughs> I want Stephen A. and uh, John, or Stephen C., I'm sorry, and John, to be able to finish every number they start. Not a chance. Without Why? you. What do you, what do you think I'm going to do? Uh, you're going to do what you always do. Okay, thanks, boys. Uh, and you're going to cut them what off. What are you going to do next? What? My favorite is when I spend six hours on a song and then we pay, play 18 seconds as yep. the bump. Yeah. Okay. Good job, Johnny. Yeah. He'll be back with another one. All right. I'll, uh, it's like he's a state fair guest. I'll take your, uh, <laughs> I'll take your, uh, just take a chill pill. I'll Some take it under Reaver, advisement. Reavers, feed him one of your gummy bears. Ooh, and not a bad uh, idea. Just <laughs> let him chill out. No, we'll be good. It'll be fun. Royce's got the gummies. He'll bring in a couple. Merry know, Christmas. Know, uh, here we go. $79 worth. It helps with the knee pain. Yeah, you take one doing, a month. He can't be doing that. He's no, he, sh- he shouldn't do that. Right. Yeah. Uh, don't worry. He's not because he didn't get it. Right. Okay, he didn't good. figure it out. Thank you, GLers. He'd work? never be able to get them out of the package <laughs> right. anyway. How did the partner stab the bag in the middle? <laughs> My favorite thing, the guy's 90 years old. We had to teach him how to open a bag of chips. God, that was funny. Pop, was it a popcorn? I thought it was yeah. popcorn. Well, whatever. He stabbed Chris, it right in the old you middle. Pende- you pedantic. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Oh, good. Somebody else is finally pedantic. Not just Love me. that word. Uh, Garage Logic's town council, Rook. How do they give it as a gift? Well, you go to garagelogic.com. Why is that funny? It's a fun, it's a fun gift. Because fun. yesterday the town council wasn't able to listen while it Matthew sure was better work Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Sometimes it's a quieter show on the town council. Sometimes it's louder. We, sometimes we talk really softly. Yes. You go to garagelogic.com, check out the town council. Give that as a gift for your garage logician. Garagelogic.com.
It is time once again to check in with our guy, Mr. Money Talk. Josh Arnold is on the line with us once again here in Garage Logic, and now's the time for you to do the same. Boy, is it ever. So pick up that phone and make that call for that free 48 minute financial consultation by dialing 952 925 5608. That number, once again, is 952 925 5608. You call that number and you get Josh, and you're always going to get straight talk. You're never going to get sugar coated advice, and Josh is on the line with us once again here again in garage logic and boy josh more bad news in the market and i know that that's not something you want to talk about today chris i will talk about it that's what i do straight talk not sugar-coated advice that's right another down day in the indices sparked by yesterday's move up and the machines came in we're gonna take a little profit taking we had a big day yesterday and there were three up days this week overall and it looked like we were going to have a santa claus rally. Now, of course, there are people that say the Santa Claus rally doesn't start until tomorrow and then will extend into early January. But based on a lot of selling and the amount of selling is huge, based on the fact that some economic numbers came out today that were better than expected. And that put the Fed back in focus. Oh, my gosh. Economic numbers are too good. The labor market is too good. People are making too much money. Oh, horror upon horrors. That means the Fed is going to continue with their high interest rate policy for a lot longer than is expected and continue with their quantitative tightening, selling bonds longer than expected. And then you have the European Central Bank says we're going to follow the Fed and we're going to keep interest rates higher for longer. Oh, my goodness. Now worries are of a worldwide recession. Horror upon horrors. I'm not trying to be sarcastic, but it might sound that way. I'm just of the opinion that the Fed, Fed's policy, or the Fed's policies are going to make some critical errors, and the Fed thinks that they're going to be able to turn things around on a dime. And that's not the case. I'm particularly angry at the Fed for looking at or continuing to look at past data when real-time data shows inflation numbers have been coming down, whether it's in housing, whether it's in gasoline prices or other commodity prices. They're coming down. What is still up, and to me, is still a positive, is you still have jobs growth and in any type of economy slowing or accelerating, that's something you want to see. If these numbers had come out in any other time, or we'll say if these numbers had come out during an expansionary phase, oh, the market could just as well have sold off because the job growth numbers aren't as good as had been expected. Craziness. Just craziness. Okay, the Fed will probably continue with what they're doing a little bit longer. That'll probably have an adverse effect on corporate expansion. And you have been seeing numerous analysts continuing to cut estimates and price targets on companies across the board, including today's cuts by Needham analysts on both Apple and Amazon, my two largest positions. I am still very bullish on Apple because I believe their business and iPhone sales will come back. Anything that they missed in this current quarter, I think, will be more than made up in the next quarter. Plus, 
They have other uh, services that I think will accelerate their earnings into 2023. Amazon, as we've discussed, has been a big disappointment. But right now, the stock, the stock is trading very inexpensively. Yes, it could get a little more inexpensive, but it's still a bargain and does stand a chance over the next several years to double in value from here. That's not me. That also comes from legendary investor Bill Miller of the Miller Opportunity Fund. Positive news. That came yesterday from FedEx and Nike, and that was well-received. And in any recession, this from my father, I'll say my late father, who always professed in any type of economic downturn, buy shoe companies. Nike is a shoe company. And to all of you, thank you for listening this year. We're here to help, and we look forward to doing more of the same into the new year. And to Joe Suchere, happy spring. Absolutely. You're the best, Mr. Money Talk. You heard him, GLers. Now's the time for you to pick up that phone and make that call for that free 48-minute financial consultation by dialing 952-925-5608 for that free 48-minute financial consultation. Josh, as always, thank you so much for the time and the chat. Enjoy the holidays, and we'll talk to you again next year. You too. Thanks, Chris. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Chris Reavers is a paid endorser.